Hello, hello there. My name is Moy with my co-host Corey. We are the real guys, and this is the real show with two ears. We are coming at you today. We are we are happy and happening here in the studio to call it that. <laughs> and yes, we have brought to an end the May month of Star Wars. Uh, May the fourth Star Wars month. We're we're flashing June, aren't we? We are indeed. We're right in the middle of June. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be covering one of our recent. Well, we like to cover a lot of topics on this show, don't we? You'd say so. Yeah. Big plethora. A plethora Big of range. topics. Big range of topics. So what we're going to be bringing you is one of the newest uh, pay-per-view. You can't say pay-per-views anymore, can you? Nope. It's a premium live event. One of the premium live events from the WWE. That's right. We're doing a professional wrestling episode. Everyone loves these. We're pulling it out. It is... Do you want me to do the Vince? I can do Vince. Go on, go on, do some Vince. We can do the Hell in a Cell. There you go. Great. Hell in a Cell. Okay, that's a bit, that's a bit better. <laughs> so, as Vincent Mann would say, it's Hell in a Cell. Yes. Uh, emanating from, I'm going to say, Illinois. Yes, Rosemont, Illinois, at the Allstate Arena. There we go. Uh, from, from June the 5th. So, not many days from when we're recording this. It's not. Um, it was just on the on the Monday for us, Monday at one a.m. But Sunday for the rest of the world, correct? Or Monday if you're in Australia, yes. Or Oceania, nice. So, but you know, Sunday everywhere else. <laughs> so, yes, and we have uh, the card here. We have the card up. We're going to go through all seven matches, correct? Give them each a real rating. Talk about a bit of the aftermath, bit of the before and after of these matches, and round it off with a a lovely wreck. Exactly. So, Shall we get started? We're gonna we're gonna go by order. Yes. Um. There wasn't. There was a pre-show, but there was no match on the pre-show. There's no match. We didn't do matches no. anymore on pre-show. Oh, do they not? Nope. That's a shame. Why do they do pre-show matches anymore? Uh, I assume because I don't know. Actually, to be fair, I prefer it with a match on. Oh yeah, me too. Actually, because yeah. that way you only get half an hour of you know Booker T and yeah Peter Ma- Rosenberg. Hey hey hey! Don't dis Booker T. Oh, I'm not gonna dis Booker T. <laughs> Gotta get the catchphrases in. And Caleb Braxton and yeah. you know the other the Irish lad. Yes. So. Let's go to the matches. Yep. The first match we have on the card. Who are our competitors? You got uh, Becky Lynch, uh-huh. Asuka. Yes. And you have the uh, current War Women's Champion Bianca, Bianca Belair. Belair. Yes, and it's a triple threat yes, for indeed. the championship. So this was set up on Raw. Um, Becky beat Asuka. Asuka beat Becky. They're both yep. in the match. Uh, Bianca twirls the braid around and does little dances and wears sunglasses. Correct. And it's a triple threat match. Now, this kicked off the show. Always like to just kick off the show with a women's match, you know, set the pace high. See, and I was thinking this. However, this is arguably. I mean, this is the, the highest. There's only two championship matches on this. Yes. This is one of them, and it's the highest championship out of the other one. It is. It's a bit weird. It was starting with it, but fine. Well, I'd almost like to start the show with the championship and the show with the championship. Obviously, the show didn't end with the championship. It did not end with the championship, no. Two championship <laughs> matches in this card, right? So... Bianca gets a good entrance, so does Becky and Oscar. They're coming out. Becky's wearing some kind of... I can distinctly remember this. She's wearing some kind of... Uh, some kind of smashed mirror on her head. Yeah. Some kind of broken hat with like loads of bits of black shards on it and silver things and stuff. I was like, what is she wearing on her head? Um, Becky's going... Got, she's dropped the man gimmick, I think. Yeah. She's now called Big Time Bex because she's big time and her name's Becky. Apparently. Exactly. So this is a triple threat match. And we know Oscar, we know Oscar, we know Oscar, Becky, and Belair can produce quality. So they're both coming out here, and they're and they're all gonna they're all gonna put the boots to each other, and so they do. Oscar does loads of fancy kicks. Uh, Belair's doing counters and slams onto the top turnbuckle. Uh, Oscar's catching people in arm bars and knee bars and all that type of stuff. Lynch weirdly does a 
what I'm going to call a rolling neck breaker. Yep. Which looks very similar to Flair's natural selection. Correct. Which only gets a two count on it. Yes. Um, and then Oscar breaks up the pin when Becky does a sort of top rope leg drop onto Belair. Yeah. Until it knocks her over. So Belair then does a what I'm going to call a glam slam. Yeah. Onto Oscar. Uh, no, slamming Oscar onto Becky. And then she does a, a standing moonsault onto them all, but that doesn't get the, that doesn't get the pin. Nope. Uh, Oscar does a code breaker. Uh, Lynch gets caught off the ropes into another code breaker uh, for a near fall on both women. So I like the I like the triple threat. The 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 dynamics of triple threat is very fun with any sort of multi man match. Yeah. So Oscar gets both in a double ankle lock. Oh, that was fun. The ankle lock spot was fun. Right. Uh, but they both made it to the ropes. Uh, Lynch gets the manhandle slam on Belair, just like. Summer Slam and you know and all the ma- they like the manhandle slam you know teasers. She hits that bang, um, but then Oscar breaks up the pin. So and then Lynch throws Belair out the ring. Does another manhandle slam onto Oscar and then Belair comes back from the other side. Yeah. Throws Becky out the ring. Pins Oscar one two three. Yeah. After the finisher, um, people didn't like that. There was a lot of. I wasn't. I didn't... Now we know now we're longtime listeners to the real show. We'll know that. Corey is no fan of Bianca Belair. It's got nothing to do. No, I like Bianca. I don't like the commentators. Right. This wasn't my issue with the match. Okay. First off, Asuka's just come back. Right. Asuka has just come back, yes. She's just come back, like, what, three, four weeks ago? Literally just come back. Um, second, doesn't it makes Bianca technically look opportunistic, but also as Becky's moved up one the match, not Asuka's moved up one the match. Or Bianca's moved up one the match. Yeah. Um... Uh, it was what, just, what would you have liked better if, if Becky had hit the man handle slam got thrown out the ring and Bianca hit the KOD on Oscar and made it look worse just have Bianca hit with her own finisher oh. I, don't need, I don't need Becky to hit the man handle slam first just have mm. Bianca win with her own move it wasn't bad but I was just like uh, people were, people, people's reaction was is Bianca heel now because she's as again stolen the victory I, from I wouldn't say she's heel I would say she's opportunistic but she's a face yeah, well and she comes out smiling and slapping hands and yeah it's it's just one of those things where I I don't know, but then obviously you don't want Bianca being pinned because if you want Bianca champion, someone's got to get pinned. Yeah. And you don't want Becky getting pinned, but Asuka's just come back, so why is she getting pinned? Asuka's gonna get pinned. If if uh, to be, I think my own issue is, Asuka's great. Maybe you could have had someone else in this Do match. Do you know what this reminds me of? What? This reminds me of WrestleMania Backlash last year. Okay. When it was, uh, uh it was Asuka Charlotte Rhea, and the match went sort of similarly. With Rhea capitalising on the finisher, but she did hit her own finisher yes. and then pin Asuka, but Asuka was the one pinned, and the sort of heel girl, let's call it, was out of the ring. Yeah. I think the only thing my issue with this is, is that you, because Asuka's just come back, put someone else in his match, if I can take the pinfall, and it's fine. Like, you know, do drop. Yeah, but yeah, but she's in the tag team thing now, isn't she? Is she in the tag team tournament? No, 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 she's not. The tag team oh, tournament isn't going to happen. Oh. That's not happening right now, Corey. I thought her. That'll be a whole other thing. I, thought, I thought her and Nikki Cross were teaming up. Oh no, her and Nikki Cross are. Un, uh, they're associated, oh. but they're not a team anymore. Right. So. Fair okay. <laughs> they're like mates. Yeah. Right. Because they're Scottish. Yeah, they are both Scottish. <laughs> so we're gonna rate this. Because it would have been a good match because of the finish. I can't give it anything higher than an eight, so I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I was gonna go seven point five. Right. Okay. Match number two. Correct. It's Bobbles Lashley. Yeah. Big Bobby Lashley. We love Bobby. Big Bobby Lashley versus Omos, yep. the I can say Nigerian giant. I think that's what they call him. Yep, he's from Nigeria and he's he a is. giant. Exactly. He's seven foot three and four hundred pounds. So apparently, 
Um, I like how on this graphic they say it's £403. Yes. But those £3 make all the difference and MVP Yeah. in a two-on-one handicap match. So a little story behind this match. Bobby and Omos were in a cage together fighting. And it, in, and if Bobby lose... Wait, no, no, no. Bobby won the match. Yes. Omos threw him out of the cage. And then he won. Because yes. he'd have to leave the cage first because those stupid cage match rules. Correct. Then MVP says, right, I'm going to fight you, Bobby. Yeah. And if I win then I get to decide the stipulation. Yes. And I think there was like a DQ or something. So MVP won by, won by default. Yeah. Won by count out or some some crap finish. And then MVP's like, right, you're going to face both of us, Bobby, both of us in a handicap match. Yeah. And then this is what happened. Correct. So the ma- the match is... I didn't take any notes on this match. No. Nope. It was quite short. Yes. I think it was the shortest on the card. It is. Yes, it is. It only, yes. Clocking in only eight <laughs> minutes. So, however, and neither to the people on this Wikipedia summary, apparently. Nope. Because they cut straight to the in the end. They don't even cut for the rest of the match. To be fair, nothing really happened in the match. No. Uh, Omos probably did some big man moves. Anyway, in the end, MVP um, decided to knock Lashley out of the ring with, yeah. the players, with, the big, with his player's big boot, knocked him out, and Omos tackled him through the barricade with a huge shoulder charge. Boom. Correct. You know? And then Lashley made it back at nine, and then said former cruiserweight champion Cedric Alexander decides to turn up. Yes. And who's just been thrown around like a rag doll for these past few weeks by everybody. Um, he's trying to make friends with Omos. Omos throws him around. Tries to make friends with Bobby. Bobby throws him around. Tries to make friends with MVP. MVP yells at him. You know, it's Cedric Alexander. Can't find no home. Where's nope. Shelton Benjamin as well? See, I was thinking that. He's, he's Where just, is he's, Shelton? He's just gone. He's just getting bullied by me and Yim on Twitter. <laughs> he's just so gone. they just. Uh, he's, he's trying to win the up, up, down, down championship. That's what he's doing. Uh, I think so. So Cedric comes out and enters the ring, but he's thrown out by Omos. Yeah. And then the distraction from former cruiserweight champion Cedric Alexander allows Lashley to get a spear on Omos in the back, I think. He does. Take him down. Yeah. And then gets MVP in the Lashley lock, the Hurt lock, the Hurt lock, the Four Nelson, whatever it's called. And gets him to tap out. He does. So that a win for Bobble, a win for Big Bobby Lashley. Correct. And I think Lashley's it's been sort of been booked rather well. He he's been the first guy to beat Omos in a year at WrestleMania. Yeah. Omos gets the win back at Backlash, but Bobby Bobby trumps him at Hell in the Cell. So the rivalry hasn't been too bad, I think. It's it's, it's been short, short, yeah. short enough, short enough to be tolerable. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. It's been all right. The booking's been fine. Obviously, I was going to assume Bobby was going to win, especially if you have MVP. MVP is one of those guys. He's not a wrestler. He takes a submission. It's fine. Yeah, he's yeah, a manager. Yeah. He's a manager who sometimes wrestles, but doesn't wrestle a lot. Yes. Um. Hopefully, this is the end of these. I don't want to see enough match with these two. I don't think. Right. Okay. <laughs> hopefully, okay. we're done. For, yes, me too. Um. Cedric's doing his own thing now. I think we could possibly get Cedric and. Cedric and Bobby versus Omos and MVP. Possibly. As a tag match, maybe. I mean, you're saying that at the end of the match, they had a little backstage thing. And Cedric's like, oh, I just needed to go on my own. And Bobby's like, yeah, don't interfere in my matches anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when they seem to be friends, they're a little fist bump. Cedric, Cedric will be chasing the 24 7 title pool, we know it. Bobby will be doing something else with Omos. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple months, I know it's NXT 2.0, though, but he might go down for Cruiserweight. Apollo's just turned up in NXT 2.0. So yeah, so he might, he might go for Cruiserweight. It's happening. Yeah. So is Dolphin. Dolphin. Adolf Ziggler and Bobby Roode were down there. Even though they're only back on Raw, they the turned back on, up on dirty Raw. Dirty Dogs. On Monday. The Dirty Dogs. Yes. Now, speaking of a dirty dog, we've got Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. Yes, Ezekiel. Who is not Elias. He's not Elias. He's Elias's younger brother. Yes, we do not we do not clean. walk with Elias. We want to hear Zeke speak. Yes, hear Zeke speak. Yes. So, Kevin Owens has been on a 
rampage throughout <laughs> Raw, trying to convince everybody that Ezekiel is is Elias. Elias. Yes, he's been telling Chad Gable. He's been telling Otis. Yeah, he's been like, listen, guys, listen, everybody. Ezekiel is clearly Elias. You look at him; he looks exactly the same. He's got exactly the same voice. He sounds the same. He's wearing different gear. He shaved his beard off. Yeah, but he's Elias. Elias. And Ezekiel's like, yo, man, I'm not Elias. I'm Ezekiel. You're going to hear Zeke speak, right? They do the lie detector segment. That's all a bag of laughs. Yeah. Um, and Kevin Owens says, right, you're going to fight me hell in the cell, Ezekiel. We're going to settle this. So here we go. Owens does a nice tornado DDT starting off. Uh, he goes for a swanton, but Ezekiel gets his knees up in time. Uh, Owens goes for his pop-up powerbomb, and he gets a two. He does. I thought was nice. Even though even though people are kicking out of the pop-up powerbomb left, right, and center, right? Then Ezekiel goes up top, but he Owens gives him the old crotch kick and knocks him off and throws him down off the ropes. And then he hits a cannonball in the corner, but that doesn't get far. And then Owens finally puts him away with, mercifully, with a stone cold stunner. Yes. And winning the match. Not what I expected. No, this is the first time that I was like, that's not who I would have picked no, to win. No, I thought Ezekiel would have got the, got the win. So would I. Um, Turns out, before you start talking, to because I cut you off. It's fine. On the Raw after Hell in a Cell, Ezekiel and Kevin Owens had an in-ring segment. Yeah. And they're basically going to have a rematch at Money in the Bank. Yeah. So I imagine see, Ezekiel will get it then. You see, what I thought was going to happen this time around was I thought you're going to get, like, Kevin Owens is going to hit a stunner, go to take go to like, go for the pinfall, and all of a sudden you're just going to hear Elias' music play. This is going to distract Kevin Owens yeah. for Ezekiel to turn around and do his knee and his elbow drop. Yeah. Because matching him and Randy Savage, apparently. Um, I'm not going to give you the impression before you say anything. Okay. I was I was literally, I was, my next <laughs> word would have been. I know. Let me hear it. Okay. <laughs> but he would have, he would have, he would have hit the knee, done the elbow drop. He didn't say anything to the elbow drop anyway. Uh, I'd love it if he did. I'd love it if fine, I did the impression. I'd love it if Matching Man hits the elbow drop. He goes, ooh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, as he's flying through the air. He doesn't, unfortunately. Um, Maybe that's going to happen at Money in the Bank. Mm. Maybe the music will play and Zeke will win. Maybe, I'd like that. Maybe we're going to get that'd Damien more, Sandow. That'd be more creative. Damien Sandow was Elias. As Elias. So going for that. <laughs> yeah. Get get Sandow as Elias to come in. And Gavin Owens is like, you're Damien Sandow. You're pretending to be Elias. You know? That'll be really funny. And this, I love that this was taken off. The Ezekiel not Elias thing. Has really taken off for people, and I appreciate how over that's gone in a such a short space of time. Continue. It's one of the rare times when a wrestler gets a new gimmick or gets brought up and has like a name change, and it's worked. And they've acknowledged it, and it's yeah, worked. And it's worked. Because so, um, to be fair, when I first heard him come back, I am Ezekiel. I thought, nah, they're going to ruin him. I love Elias. I thought, right. nah, they're going to ruin him. Thankfully, somehow, okay. both Elias and Kevin Owens have been able to make this very yeah. much stick. Two very short matches. Yes. Uh, we'll give them a we'll give them a, a rate. Bobby, oh, and, yeah. Bobby and Omos. I'm going to go Seven. for... Seven. Oh, six. Sorry. Too short for my liking. But I know Bobby and Omos are like the big guys, so they can handle a short if match. If it went longer, I think the match would have got worse. Fair enough. <laughs> so Ezekiel and Kevin... I'm going to give a 7. 7.5. Okay. Just a bit better than now, Bobby Lashley. Um it, it's this is the this is one of the this is the one of the big matches we're coming into. Mm-hmm. This is a six person tag yes. on the other side. It is the ju- the judgment day. Correct. Judgment day of Edge, Damian Priest and the Nightmare, the Eradicator, Rhea Ripley, who everyone knows I just adore. Can't get enough of her. Love her to bits, right? Versus the versus the Bullet Club and Liv Morgan, it's AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Yeah, uh, two of the premier members of the Bullet Club. 
uh, and Liv Morgan's just kind of tagging along, uh, just a little sister, Peppy, yeah, she's happy skipping about with them. And this is a, well, this is maybe my match of the night. Maybe this in the main event. Yeah. If you, because I know you got a bit sleepy when you're watching this, so you didn't really see all of it. I saw this. I fell asleep with the two matches after this. Oh, okay. And then woke up for the main event. Right, okay. So, nice one. Yes. So you obviously saw the best two matches on the card then, back to back. Yeah. Right. So it's Judgment Day versus them. This is a great match, by the way. Everyone's brought in the ring to start. Um, Judgment Day spent most of the time attacking Balor and taking him away. Rhea's like clapping and laughing the whole time, and I love that. She's got a great handle on the gimmick. She's got her hair all black now, and she was she was wearing shorts. Don't she was wearing trunks? Yeah, because uh, apparently she had new gear and didn't turn up in time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Apparently she had new gear planned and just didn't turn <laughs> didn't up as turn scheduled. So she was wearing... Those were live shorts as well, if you noticed. Yeah. They had the little straps on them. And she hasn't shown her legs since 2018 because they wouldn't let her because she has tattoos on her legs. <laughs> Do you know that? Uh, no, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. That's why she wore pants for the... That's why she wore trousers. Yeah. Because she had tattoos on her legs and WWE wouldn't let her show them. But she can now, apparently. So... So Rhea's changed up her gear. Uh, I love the I love the jacket thing. They're all wearing this really long sort of trend, matrix trench coat yeah. jackets. I really like that. Um, Damien and Edge as well. So they spend most of the time attacking Balor. Uh, Styles gets the hot tag and comes in and, and hits Edge with a phenomenal forearm but can't pin him because Priest pulls him out of the ring in time. Yes. So Ripley go, tries to go for the Riptide on Morgan during their sequence, uh, but Morgan reverses it and gets a lovely float over DDT. Um, the Rhea was selling like a madwoman mm-hmm. about this entire thing. Um, Balor tries to go for the, his dual stomp, the coup de grace, but doesn't get it. No. Nope. Um, and then he tries to go up again, but then Ripley does her own version of Macho Man Randy Savage by shaking the ropes really intensely yeah. and dropping uh, Balor onto his uh, crotch in him, in his ghoulies on the top rope, and then, as the Irish would say. Yep. And then... Or as a... It's a random niche thing. I forgot what pay-per-view it is. It's a pay-per-view of Taz. Great Balls of Fire. No, 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 no. It's it's old, like, 2000s when Taz right. is on commentary. Someone gets hit in the ghoulies. Right. And Taz just goes, right in the jam bags. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Taz is hilarious. There's a yam bags for you. Okay. Anyway, continue. So, <laughs> so Priest gets the choke slam on, on yep. Finn Balor. Um, but then, then he gets phenomenal forearms. A lot yes. of phenomenal forearms are flying. I'm surprised AJ didn't hit one on Rhea. Gets yeah, phenomenal true. forearms on, on 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 him from AJ Styles, and then AJ Styles throws Styles right into the ring post and bloody cracks his head open. If you didn't realise, yeah, he was out for the last sequence of that match because he was bleeding. Yes, on the on the side of the ring. So Ezekiel got cut open as well. Yeah, he did. <laughs> There's a lot of that. It's hell, hell in the cell. Bloody pay per view. So. Again, they say it's they're going to hell and stuff. So Balogun is going for the coup de grace again, but then Rhea gets in the way, and Rhea's waggling a finger, going, "Uh, uh, uh yeah, you're not going to get in the way." And, and Balor obviously can't can't double stomp a woman in the face. So, but then here comes Liv Morgan tackling Rhea. They rolling out the ring. He misses the coup de grace. He does. He has to roll through, but then Edge comes comes behind. Boom! Spear. One, two, three. Win for the Judgment Day. Correct. The Judgment Day all stand in the middle of the ring and do their the arm pose. Yes. Do the somewhat knockoff kind of nation of domination. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Bit weird, you know. Nation's one arm, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. It should do Rhea's thing of the of crossing horns. That would make more sense. Yeah. So Rhea still does that. So yeah, right. but to be fair, it makes more sense because Edge also does for two horns. He Edge does. is at his entrance. He puts them up. Yeah, yeah. Why don't they do that? You know, 
I'm imp- I don't know. They've all got to wear poses. Just hey, poses. everyone's doing poses. And this is a big win for the Judgment Day. Yeah. Somewhat thrown off by the aftermath of this match. Again, yeah. Really good match, right? And yes. I'm going to give it a solid nine. Uh, I was going to give it an 8.5. All right. Great tag team traversal. Great stuff with Rhea and Liv. Yep. Secret- they've got really good chemistry as well. And they always flow really good. Everyone in this match is a damn good worker. Yes. So we know this is going to be fire. And they really pull it out of the bag. This is probably my match of the night, if not for the main event. Maybe they're on the same level, I think. Okay. So, and again, I've given it a 9, 8.5, good ratings. But the aftermath to this match, we're going to spend just a little bit on it. Yes. Um, probably the next minute or so. On Raw afterwards, the Judgment Day have a victorious promo, whereas it's advertised they will welcome a new member into their ranks. That's the whole thing, you yeah. know. They're like, uh, well, you must join the Judgment Day. And the Judgment Day are like, we're going to welcome a new member. Who is it? It's our double agent. It's... Finn Balor, yeah. the man who was pinned in the match. And it turns out that Finn sort of saw the vision by saying that, oh, Edge, I saw how powerful you become in the Judgment Day. I saw, Rhea, you were willing to step between me and Damien. You were so ferocious and vicious, and I want to join you, and I want to become like you three. And yes. then just like, ah, one of the members of, of my enemy team has joined my ranks, and now I'm the most powerful man in WWE. I'm Edge. Yep. I'm really great. That's and then exactly how he sounds. Damien, exactly how he sounds. And Damien Priest is like, who, by the way, has these guys. So I cannot get the fact. Finn Balor has, is an Irish, beautiful Irish boy. Yep. He's got six-pack for days. He's got he an eight-pack chest. He's got huge, wide muscles, yep. right? Um, but his voice, very soft. <laughs> Softly spoken little <laughs> Irish lad, yeah. right? And Rhea, Edge, and Damien all sound like killers. They've all got, like, oh, really gritty voices. And even Rhea, who's Australian, has kind of this sort of... Um, very intenseness about her, where she's look, she's got really cold eyes, and she's staring, and she's like, "Live, Morgan, I'm gonna destroy her," kind of thing. Yeah, and but she it's... sounds really intense. But Finn, he goes, it's "Top of the morning, I'm Finn Balor. I'm I'm gonna join the Judgment Day." <laughs> now I don't watch AW. No, but it's the same thing as I'm not gonna talk about Dark Order uh, Judgment Day comparisons. But... Or the House of Black Judgment Day comparisons. Yeah. It's um it's the same thing as a House of Black with the whole thing of you have Alice of Black and the other guy who are massive, really tattooed. Brody King and, and then, then you Brody have Brody Matthews is there with no there. tattoos, who's just really muscle. But at least he can speak. Yeah, you he, he can speak. He's got a good knee to him. Yeah, he's got good strong hits. But, he, but does, he just looks a bit off. He looks a bit off. <laughs> he's got the gear, but yeah, um, he does. Some people say he's even dating Rhea. So hey, or maybe they're just best friends. Anyway, they're Australian. They're both Australian. So. So we've got um, that aftermath. And yeah. then Priest says, oh, well, we don't need you anymore, Edge. Yeah. We've got Finn now. And then they all attack Edge. Yeah. They all kick Edge. They all throw Edge to the announce table. They're beating up Edge. They put Edge in the crossface. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. And I mean, Rhea is like, you're not going to control us anymore, Edge. And Damien's like, ha, ha, ha. I mean, the thing with this is, right, first off. Shall if- we address- sorry, sorry to cut you off again. I'm cutting off a lot. But. There was revealed yeah. um, through Fightful, which is a wrestling journalism Correct. outlet, that WWE Creative had proposed that Judgment Day be a, a yeah. supernatural group, yeah. let's call it. Mm-hmm. And Edge was against such plans. Yes. Um, so then they decided to nix it and have the group throw Edge out. Yeah. Continue. Right. So here's my issue with this. First off, if you have a choice between Edge and Finn Balor, you're going to pick Edge because he's done more. He's he's no he's got experience. Hall of Famer, he's got exactly. Name. Second off, the thing I don't get is if they're like, oh, Edge, you're not going to control us anymore, but now you've got Finn, who is presumably the leader, mm. so now you're going to be controlled by Finn <laughs> instead. 
And also... The man, the man who lost 24 hours ago to your last leader. Yeah. Also, I'm not against supernatural gimmicks. However, I think in modern day WWE, don't think... Unless you're the fiend... Corey's wearing a shirt with Kane on it, by the way. I am. Just for modern day WWE. Right, okay. Specify there. I'm not in the land of Kane, Undertaker, Papa Shango, right, where there's okay. loads of them there. Right. You have... Except for the fiend... Alexa who's, who's has even a kind of a supernatural, but not much. She doesn't do it True. anymore. She doesn't exactly. do it anymore, though. There's no one... It doesn't... No I don't think really. it all work the same. Because it's going to be a bit weird of like, oh, they can... What? We're going to teleport? We're going to put the lights off? Make make the lights blue or purple or something that Damien Priest did that one time. Also, I thought the demon wasn't supernatural. I thought the demon was Finn's inner demon. It's not a supernatural thing. It's him just kind of getting in the zone. Yeah. So we're going to try and turn the demon into a supernatural thing? I hope not. Purple demon, I'm not sure. Purple demon? I don't think it's... Right, demon look, in a dress? I enjoy everything. I enjoy the people who are in this. Yes. I love Edge. Yep. I love Damien. I love Rhea to, to, yep. to high heaven and back. I love her to bits. I adore her. I like, AJ's amazing. Finn's Correct. amazing. Liv's amazing. But this is slowly starting to go down <laughs> yeah. in quality. And I'm, and I'm sort of dreading what's going to happen. In the next few months, I don't imagine they'll be doing anything. The other issue is... I'm very sorry to say that. Finn got pinned, mm. which you could say, maybe Finn got pinned on purpose because he wanted to join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, that's what Edge said. got the pinfall. Yeah. So you're going to kick out a guy who got your pinfall. Also, Edge is like the only one that wins in that faction. Yeah. <laughs> so- well, no, Rhea, Rhea, Rhea won against Liv a couple times, but then Liv beat her. Yeah. Rhea has also got no more contenders for match for the Women's Championship. Yes, Rhea, yeah, Rhea also did win the main event of that Raw um, to beating um, uh, Liv, Dewdrop, and Alexa... Yeah. To challenge Bianca at Money in the Bank, I think, but Becky on. versus sorry, sorry, Becky versus Bianca is planned for SummerSlam. Yeah. Apparently, so Rhea isn't going to get far. Well, this is the thing. Lose uh, that defense. I, I'm like Be- Becky. Beck is not finished yet. Mm. It's not finished yet. And the other issues as well is they've just got started. There's been mm. no like because it's a last minute decision and Edge didn't want to do a supernatural thing. There's been no like. Like, there's no falling out in the group there's no, no. telegraphing it's just out of nowhere and they've it been make together sense. they've been together and they've been unified yeah. since since everyone's joining yes. since Damien joined at Wrestlemania since um, Rhea joined at Backlash you know yeah. people thought that it was going to be Champa because that was the initial plan but apparently Champa is now working for The Miz we don't we're not sure um, <laughs> what else is going on here and it's just been Finn I feel like Finn's been haphazardly thrown in do you know like they wanted someone else and... do you know what I don't want to happen Tell I've me what you just thought of. Okay. Finn has the demon. Mm. Damien, sorry, yeah, Damien has the whole the whole sort of demon. They call him thing. the Damien. Yeah, because it's the whole like there's a priest and there's the Damien side. Yeah. So that's kind of his like evil side. I really hope we don't try and give Rhea some weird oh, supernatural no. thing. No, that's not. Because so again, Damien, Damien, the Damien side again. I never took it as a supernatural thing. He I took do it that as, anymore. I don't think. I don't think he stopped it doing it. It got brought out. For his US title run, yeah. For the latter half of his US title run, they gave him that. Yeah. And then he just stopped doing it. I think recently. I thought it was like a Finn thing. Where it's like you you go to like the darkest part mm. of your soul to then. I think Rhea's always just the darkest part of her soul, so she doesn't really need it. Maybe, but then it's just always like that. Yeah. So I just hope we don't give her some like weird fucking like weird like I don't know what you're doing. Well, Cody Rose's Cody Rose is gone, so she can go back to being the nightmare. True. But then what? She's gonna come out of like. Weird face paint. She she does she had that weird face paint at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm sort of weird face the bat paint. the the Batman eyes. Like like Finn Balor face paint. Oh like, goodness. Like That'd weird be too like much, a, weird think. teeth. Oh dear. She's gonna have a really bad entrance 
animation. Oh, she has a great entrance animation. Did you see her in the entrance in the tri- <laughs> in the in the Fatal Four Way? She looked amazing. I hope they don't. Great. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I'm wearing thing. a shirt with a face on it, by yes, the way. So I hope <laughs> they don't ruin my girl. I hope they don't ruin my girl, Rhea. Love you, Rhea. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's move. Let's give it. We've rated it. So let's move yes. swiftly on. Swiftly on. Um, to Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. Correct. This was like when you're listening to a playlist. You're listening. You're 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 moshing out to Motionless in White and your yeah. and your edgy Bullet Club tunes, right? And then you get like you know Umbop. You've got Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. Yes. In their no holds barred match. Correct. So. I, I don't watch SmackDown very much, so I don't really know. Rhea's on Raw, so I don't really know the feud behind this. But so, I feel like Madcap won the Andre Giant Battle Royal, yes. and this annoyed Happy Corbin. And uh, Happy Corbin was sort of treating him badly? or Kind of. So I happen to somewhat know the feud of this. Right, go on. Um, so yeah, Madcap won the Battle Royal, and then what ended up happening was Madcap kind of getting annoyed at Corbin and so it, on one of their like talk show segments where they normally tell really cheesy jokes Madcap made a joke about Baron Corbin Corbin didn't like it and then Madcap kept making jokes about Baron Corbin Baron Corbin got mad at Madcap uh, threw the trophy on him they fought out fell out Madcap then stopped wearing the attire mm. and now he wears black trunks yeah regular gear which is great uh, but that's essentially it Madcap's like I wouldn't have I'm yeah. going, but I don't need you anymore I'm going to make jokes about you and Corbin's like I can't have that I'm going to beat you up yeah that's it <laughs> so no horse wild match the only Smackdown match on the card correct it's Corbin takes the uh, takes the attack to, to, to Moss quickly with a steel chair but Moss touch, takes control back and gets the chair as well starts beating each other with chairs Moss hits a DDT on Corbin for a, a two count uh, on the outside, Corbin runs and hits a, a big chop block to the back of Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss is down, and Corbin puts the chair over, steel chair over his neck, to, and slams him into the announce table. Big bump there. Uh, Moss hits the fall away slam onto Corbin and onto the steel steps, and then he gets oh, you know, he's 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 down, and Corbin's trying to crawl away, but then he hits the the punch line, which I imagine I've not I've never seen that move in action. No. Um, so Moss then does does the same to Corbin, puts his neck in a steel chair, and then slammed him onto the onto the steps. Boom, and then gets him in the ring, gives him the pin. Yes. Brief match. Normally, no odds barred matches a bit longer, but but all right, fair enough. Just just shy ten minutes. Yeah. So, what do you think? I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was great, but it wasn't bad. I'm gonna give it. A, a six point five. I was gonna give it a six point five. Okay, good because one thing I I I respect the grind of of Baron King Happy Corbin. Whatever he is, yeah. Um, whatever his name is, I respect the grind of <laughs> whatever he's of called Corbin now to just take whatever comes to him. Yes. The 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 man's man who just accepts all the gimmicks and does all the kooky stuff and oh sorry sorry I mean. Uh, Baron King Happy Sad Corbin because I know he's also been Sad Corbin yeah. because he lost all his money and he lost his house and he lost his kids and he lost his car and he was just poor begging people for money Yes. Um, and then he won loads of money in Vegas in Money in the Bank and he became Happy Corbin where he's really rich and he wears like big hats and smiles a lot and wears like kooky blazers and has Madcap Moss Madcap Moss has turned on him and it's just um it's just this. Yeah. It's devolved into yeah. this. So it's not going to get any higher than a 7. No. So 6.5. Yeah. Now, we have Austin Theory, formerly Austin Theory, now just Theory, theory. 
versus um, Mustafa Ali. Correct. And this is for these singles. Also, I'm, I know Mustafa is a great wrestler. I'm Correct. really happy Mustafa's back. And they've actually got him wrestling and not got him, you know, yeah. in purgatory because he wants asked for his release. Yes. To go and do something else. And they said, no, keep keep working for us. So they've actually brought him back. Yeah. Yes, I know he's done a couple of jobs to Veer, but I'm glad he's got a... I'm glad he's actually working well with someone who can sort of keep up with him. Which I know Theory's a good worker, allegations aside. Um, we have... Mustafa Ali, he goes for his 450 splash. I'm just going to really blitz some of this. Yeah. And Theory was out the way, and Ali's like working his knee, and he hurts his knee, and then he's working his knee. Theory's working the knee, and then he, he gets the chop block and knocks, knocks Ali down and gets the ATL and, and wins. Yes. Retains his title. Just basic defense for, yeah. for Austin Theory there. Even though Mustafa Ali should be doing more. I know they brought him back, but he's a really good wrestler. Have him do something worthwhile, please. See, yeah, so my whole thing with this is. When Mustafa went and he was, oh, I've asked my, asked, my, asked my release, and he was very vocal on social media about like I'm not going to do any gimmicks that are like stereotypical no. or whatever. Because no. he's um, obviously he's you know he's of uh, I don't know where's he from. I know I know he's like Muslim. Yes, I know I he's Muslim, and... and he's from like you know that kind of region, and so he doesn't want to be like the generic like I'm Rusev, I'm a foreign heel. Yes, um, even though Rusev isn't from. Russia, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he he's doesn't want to do that. He's from Bulgaria, isn't yes. he? Yes, um, he doesn't want to do that. He wants to do something creative and something mm. good, and he wants to inspire the other Muslim people to have someone to look up to, which is great. So, yeah. what, so when I was coming back, he's a Pakistani descent. So he was go. born in Illinois, though. So when, so when he was coming back, I thought, great, they finally got something for him. He's mm. going to come back. He's going to, and it's kind of gone a bit stagnant. Yes, which isn't good, because I, to be fair, I don't mind foreign heels all the time. Like Rusev, great. Fine, because they didn't, they didn't really I, lean into it much. But you're like they're sort of stuck in that way because they've made Veer the foreign heel. Yeah. Even though Veer, if you look at him on Twitter, <laughs> goddamn, that man's going around in like suave suits, yeah. and sunglasses. He looks really fashionable. He's like doing loads of fashion poses and yep. stuff. I'm like, why don't you make this? Why don't you give Veer some depth? Yeah. Why don't you make Veer just this like, like this playboy, like million dollar guy, but he can still destroy you in the ring kind yeah. of thing. Like he's really savage and brutal, but he's also really cool and like. And like uh, suave and stuff. He's not like a silent destroyer. Like they have him sort of yeah. mean mugging Jerry Lawler, who sort of mumbles, uh, mumbles slurs under his breath. You know, why don't you just have, why don't you just have, give Veer a bit of depth? Yeah. Make Veer a bit more interesting. And I know people like Veer because he's a bit of a meme, isn't he? Veer <laughs> is coming to Raw. How long is Veer going to come to Raw for, for nine months or it was something a, it was like that? A long that. while. A long while. So yeah, that's Veer and. But yeah, I mean, it's, I I like Mustafa. I, I, we do like Mustafa. I want him to do more, because again, he's just one of the guys. I know that in WWE, it's not all about. It's about yeah. respect and yeah. your work rate, but also as a person, he does a lot for. He's a really great guy. You yeah. can tell he's a really wonderful man. And like for the communities and people around him, and yeah, for yeah, for yeah. a good representation of his religion, he's fantastic. And he's pro- he cuts a damn fine promo. The amount of promos he has on Twitter, where he's just really really good. And also, if you see when he does those ring drills, where yep. he's doing like. Flipping, spinning, Fujiwara armbars. Yeah. And he's doing like loads of 100 types of STFs. You're like, wow, Mustafa Ali, you're a great wrestler. I wish they'd they'd let you do more. It's one of those things where it's because remember like, um, 
when was it? It was a couple. I know what you're gonna bring this. It out. was a couple. Yeah, you might not. It was a couple years ago, and uh, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna make Jinder. Remember Jinder? Jinder Mahal. You can't hinder the Jinder. Um, we're gonna Jinder make him Mahal. a champion because we want people in India, India. to have a representation. Well, one Jinder was a heel. Yeah, but it's like you have you have people like Mustafa and Via who should be. Who you can make champions, who yeah. people can get behind. Exactly. <laughs> give them the belt. Mustafa Ali is a great babyface champion. And give that he proved that on two or five live for the yeah. longest time, right? Again, but Buddy Matthews, Buddy Murphy then had a really great rivalry true. with 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 Ali. Yeah, true. So, uh, did we did we did we rate this? We have not. Right for Ali, for Ali's sake, <laughs> I will give it an eight. Yeah, that is yeah, purely well, for Mustafa Ali. Yeah, I'll give I cannot him stand Austin Theory. I'm sorry, I hate him. I he doesn't know how to smile. He yeah. looks stupid. He's just bumbling around. He's a buffoon, and I can't stand him. I don't I'm dislike sorry. him. I just feel like he needs a bit of work. Okay, a bit, a bit of tweaking. He doesn't know there. how to smile either. He smiles like he's the fiend. <laughs> he's, he's all gums in his smile. I think that looks ugly. I'm sorry. <laughs> you smart. Look, I'm going to smile at you right now. Right. Great. See. That's good, isn't it? This is how Theory smiles. <laughs> He's like the Joker. <laughs> it's like the Joker, right? So, anyway, main event time. Yes. It's In the words of Mark Henry, it's time for your main event. Great. It is Cody Rhodes, the American nightmare. Adrenaline in my soul. Cody Rhodes is in hell in a cell. Correct. Uh, versus Seth freaking Rollins, the architect, the visionary, the Monday Night Messiah. Um... You know, burn it down. Oh, 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 oh. Right? Yes. He does the he does the crescendo hands. He does. Then Rollins is <laughs> Rollins comes out and he's wearing a polka black and yellow polka dot. He is indeed. Because he's the king of mind games. Yes. To try and Cody Rhodes from obviously distinguished wrestling family, the Rhodes's uh, son of a plumber, Dusty yeah. Rhodes, and. He, uh, Cody Rhodes has returned to WWE from AEW. We covered that in our WrestleMania video. We did. And our WrestleMania broadcast, let's call it. And he decided to, um, well, take on Seth because yes. Seth was looking for an opponent. Obviously, Rhodes came out. And Rhodes is um, Rhodes is very annoyed by the fact that Seth is antagonizing him with his family. Yes. So he decides to put it to bed in a Hell in a Cell match. Now, the first thing that Cody Rhodes happened to do was hinge his right pectoral. Yeah. Um, I think it was his right pectoral. It was. Uh, by, he, he torn it or something, and then he he decided to make a decision of, to work out with it, and that sort yeah. of made it flare up. And... He, yeah, so he tore it while taking a beating from Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, he, uh, And then he was in the gym, and then he... <laughs> Well, yeah, he he uh, ripped it off. Ripped it off, yeah. And, so uh, he came out with this. He came out in his sort of coat. He had it done up. Yeah. In his sort of yellow, uh, yellow, bl- red, white, and blue, yes. golden coat. Good old know. American coat. You know, adrenaline in my soul. Yeah. Cody Rhodes has a torn pectoral muscle. Nice. You know, he's got. I'm just gonna keep doing that because it's quite fun. So he comes out. He takes off his coat, and it's got a massive bruise on his side. Right. And he's like, oh, he's making that intense face, like I'm in pain. Yeah. And then Seth Rollins is laughing his head off. And then, and then the cell descends. The red plastic cell descends around them. They're trapped in hell in our cell. So that was better. So that was better. Fight, so they've got to fight it out, right? Yes. So only one man can leave the cell. So Rhodes hits him with the kick and the Cody Cutter early, but Rollins is is kicking out. Uh, Rhodes gets the. The figure four leg lock, the move that he's been using, 
um, on him, does the woo, but then Rollins can't let go of the bottom rope, so then he got to throw, so he's try, he just gets crawls, crawls his way out. Um, then Rollins is throwing Rhodes into the wall most of the time, the cell, the red cell wall, yes. with that injured shoulder. Correct. Now, he's attacking his, his, his back, mostly, yeah. which is probably, you know, to protect the front of Cody Rhodes, which is injured, <laughs> yes. so don't obviously go after that. Um, so, but he's been attacking the back, right? So, He's he's throwing him into the cell wall. He's he's grinding his head into the wall, and he's attacking the injured shoulder using the steel steps. Throwing him around with the steel steps. So then he pulls out um, a weight a, a weight belt which Cody Rhodes wears yep. around his waist, and he's got the polka dots of Dusty Rhodes on Correct. it. Correct. So he's lashing him. He's giving him the MJF ten lashes. Right. Remember this. He's been whipping him with the belt. But then Rhodes is like, ah, you know, he's in pain. And then yeah, Rollins tries to go for the frog splash, but Cody Rhodes gets out of the way, and Rollins crashes through an open table that he laid down. Boom. Correct. And then, then he pulls, Rhodes then pulls a, a another whip out, a rope out, right? People, what's under that ring? Everything, manner of, any man, manner of weapon is under that ring. Um, but then they're, both, they're both kind of wrestling for control of the whip, right? But then he gets the whip, but then Rhodes comes at him with like a cowbell. Yep. He needs more cowbell. In the words of Christopher Walken, I've got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Dung. Hits him with the cowbell for, for a near three, right? So, Rollins uses the, uses the ropes um, to slam him, to slam Cody into the, into the shoulder first to the ring post, right? The American Nightmare is reeling, but he manages to get up and surprise Seth Rollins with a, with a crossroads. So, but then he gets, he gets a kick out, so then he goes for a buckle bomb. Seth hits a buckle bomb, which Correct. is a power bomb, into the turnbuckle. And then through a table, another table. But again, he kicks out. Oh, he's resilient. So Rollins gets under the ring and pulls out favoured weapon of his mentor, uh, Triple H. Gets out a sledgehammer. And everyone's, and Seth's like, oh, you can't, but you can't destroy us. Throw now, Cody Rhodes. I'm going to beat you with this sledgehammer. Um, he swings it, but Rhodes manages to sort of get away, back out from being hit. Um, and then he gets a pedigree on him, which is, you know, the move of Triple H. He gets a pedigree on him for a near fall. And then, then he gets, then they, they're trading finishers. So Rhodes hits the pedigree on Rollins, but Rollins hits the crossroads on Rhodes, right? But then R Rhodes spins it round. Cody Rhodes manages to reverse, hit his own crossroads, bang, um... But then Rollins kind of manages to escape from the pin, comes back with a stomp and gets another. This is like the it's like finisher spam city. This yeah. And then he gets a crossroads again. Cody Rhodes manages to hit two crossroads, rolling cutter, boom, boom. And then he gets the sledgehammer, manages to nail Rollins with the sledgehammer. Seth's down, gets the pin. One, two, three. What a main event! I'm going to. Give this a nine. Oh, I was going to go for a nine. Or a 9.5, maybe on a good day, but no, I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. What did you think? A no. lot, a lot. It's, it took up quite a bit of time, this main event, but what was your thoughts? I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. And I think in the moment, at the start, I was a bit like, it shouldn't be going on. Now, I'm going to point out, this is Cody's idea to, to have a bad match. It was yes. his idea to wrestle with us. Cody did push on. Um, so I was kind of like, uh, he's making okay. I was like, fine, but it's not the most comfortable thing. And then it, you kind of go through the match and you forget there's an injury. And you're kind of like, okay, this is fine. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's fine. He's not going to hurt himself because they've been going for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. You can kind of tell it's fine. 
And then Cody wins, which initially is like a big, well, hey, he's overcome yeah, the odds. Yeah. Until it settles down, you realize that Cody's going away for like six months. Seth just to lost. Get his peck fixed. Yes. And Seth's just lost to a guy with like one arm. One arm. And, and twice. Yeah. And it's like, huh. Well, now three times, actually. Yeah. We it's lost like, to him first at WrestleMania and then at Backlash. Yeah. So it's like, maybe Seth should have won. Yeah. Yeah. Just so they could sort of write <laughs> Cody off for a bit. Yeah. But no. On the Raw after Hell in a Cell, Cody Rhodes opens the show. And he says, you know, I've had a hard-fought battle to get here, but I've got to go away. And Rollins comes out and says, um, oh, I'm sorry about your surgery, Cody, but um, I'm, 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 I'm very sorry. And I said, I don't like you, Cody Rhodes, but I respect you, Cody Rhodes. And he offers him a handshake. Yeah. They shake hands. All is well. Uh, as Cody is making his way out, Rollins rushes him from behind does the heel, attacks him, attacks him, attacks him, uh, gets out the sledgehammer, grinds it into the shoulder, and Cody's down. He's like, ah, you know. And then all the producers, all the producers in the world can't stop Seth Rollins from laying into him, bam, 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 uh, stomping him down. And then Rollins finally backs off, and Cody has to stand. He refuses to help. He's like, no, I will stand. I will walk away on my own. He, he gets to his feet and staggers away. And that is Cody Rhodes for the next six months. See you with yep. a Royal Rumble, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and that is that. So the overall pay-per-view, people thought was very standard WWE fair of who you think wins will win. Yeah. Nothing really surprised me. No titles changed hands. Nope. Um, the only surprising thing was they had Cody win. Yes. As opposed to Seth, because we thought they'd just write Cody off because he was now injured and wrestling injured. I mean, it was it was all right. I wouldn't say it was anything great. And, I wouldn't say it was anything bad. And the fallout, apart from the Cody thing, is obviously Edge was now is now a left the Judgment Day. Yeah. Uh, they've moved him onto the babyface side of the roster, so we assume that Edge will be returning whenever he is, you know, on kayfabe injured. Yeah. Um, returning as a face against his former team. Yes. Uh, and now, obviously, Rhea Ripley has won the Fatal Four Way in the main event from Raw on Monday to face Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at Money in the Bank. Yeah. So she will not be in the Money in the Bank match. So no. who will be winning the Women's Money in the Bank? Maybe Alexa, maybe Liv. Possibly. Who so, knows? So, and then Ezekiel, again, also has just a fallout from their match. Uh, they challenge them to a rematch. But Owens only says he can agree if Ezekiel admits he was a liar. Yeah. Ezekiel admits he is a liar, but then he also admits he lies and he's not a liar. Nice. And Owens is bamboozled by this. He's discombobulated. And Ezekiel then manages to hit him with a knee, hit him with the elbow, and then roll out the ring and escape. Yeah. While Owens is, is helped by his, his flunkies, Chad Gable and Otis. And that's Helm the Cell. Yeah. The Weekly Wreck this week it's your turn yes it is and you know who I love you know who I yeah one of my, my probably my favourite wrestler not only my favourite women's wrestler but my favourite wrestler yeah uh, Adelaide born Rhea Ripley uh, this is her match from last year's Hell in a Cell versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship so I'm going to give it I'll give it another nine screw it okay nine go out and just watch this match so you know crap on the screwy finish okay but the match itself, dynamite. As I'd say, as good as the one in Money in the Bank, which everyone loves, the Money in the Bank match. So there you are, and that is our Hell in a Cell review. We hope you enjoyed. 
Uh, we'll be coming to you with a couple of different things in the next few weeks. Correct. While we head towards uh, our eventual finishing review of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So we hope you enjoyed. And it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.